Guys, welcome to Minefields. I'm on the Jazz right now. I'm in my luxurious-ass studio. The Excelsior, where I practice my fucking karate moves. I was telling a... a, a, a for those of you that don't know, I, uh, I sling insurance for a living. And uh, this guy was talking about it today. And I was like... And he was asking me how the breakdown. And I was like, listen. Insurance is like karate. <laughs> You only want to use it when you absolutely have to. <laughs> and uh, it's, 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 it's a weird game, but this is the Excelsior. i got to put up all my spawn, uh, my spawn posters and some drawings. And uh, i got uh, my drafting board all set up. And uh, this is the tits, man. I can't wait for you to come visit. Yeah, it'll be good, man. Can't freaking wait. Shoot. We'll have to I'm just post. hanging hanging out at Casa de Morales. Casa de in my Morales. Palatial, my palatial estate. Palatial estate. I don't, I, well, shit. I came up with a name for my for my studio, but not the not the house. It's got to be something ridiculous. I'll take a bunch of mushrooms and figure it out. <laughs> like 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 the adult that you are. Like the adult grown up <laughs> man. I've got this awesome job. Bills are paid. Helping out at home when I go when I go visit, but yeah, let's take a bunch of mushrooms and figure out the fucking name of the place. <laughs> no, but it's good to see you, man. I've been talking. Call it the Casa Bonita. Casa what? Give me the Casa Bonita. The Casa Bonita. Casa Bonita. Except the Mexican food is going to be awesome. Do you do you know about Casa Bonita? What's going on with it right now? Not currently, no. The guys from South Park bought it. Oh, that's right. Okay, I have heard about that, yeah. And they're just going to pr- basically just slap a fresh coat of paint and make the food better. They they got like a five-star chef that's like from Chile or something like that that opened like four different restaurants here in Denver. And I don't give a fuck if it's like $100 to get in. Uh, we're going. <laughs> <laughs> make a day of it. Casa awesome. Benita and comic books. <laughs> See which one makes us broker faster. That's gonna be an expensive ass trip. The comic books, the yeah. comic books would make us broker faster. I gotta Shoot. say, man, I think it's gonna be a total sin against what we stand for if every time we go through Castle Rock, if we pass up the uh, world's smallest comic the t- store, the tiniest comic book store in the world. <laughs> we got, yeah, we gotta get that next time on the way up. Um, but uh, you mentioned, uh, you called me, uh, and, or texted me, uh, Escape Velocity. Unfortunately, uh, they used to have, uh, what, like three spots here in the Springs, or was it just two? They had two for sure. There was one over on Powers. By the movies. By the, uh, by the movie theater. Mm-hmm. And that one, that one closed down due to COVID. Well, they, well tell us, about the, tell us what uh, the, the big hubbub is about what's awesome about first uh, weekend. Yeah. Yeah, I ended up going over there the other day randomly. Freaking, uh, we talked about getting some uh, promos shot and whatnot. It just didn't happen. But I was like, I'm going to go check it out anyway. Turns out the uh, first Saturday of every month, they have buy one, get one free back issues. Ooh. So I, I went. I ended up going over there, not spending nearly as much as I could have, possibly should have. But I walked out there with uh, some old school Batman, some old school detective. Couple of old school Uncanny X Men issues. Freaking ended up finding a 
I finally ended up getting that uh, Uncanny X-Men. I think it's, is it 137, I believe, from the, uh, from the Dark Phoenix saga? I gotta say, um, I was pretty it's fucking one where Jean Grey must die. Pretty fucking jealous when you when you posted that. that that's that's the issue that's got that ugly ass Toys R Us ad at the top, right? Yeah. Yeah. It, it always it reminds me of uh, Ricky Bobby selling his windshield for Fig Newtons. <laughs> mm. Now, you, yeah. how, how much do you spend? Because I'm about to get pissed off. How much do you spend there? And I spent a total of seventy. That one, that one was not part of the uh, buy one get one free. Obviously, now I'm thinking that you went to a buy one get one free and didn't get all those fucking Hellblazers. I did not actually. Yeah, that that's uh, kind of chapping my ass, man. Like uh, I thought you were Johnny fan. <laughs> like those are hard to I find. I am, but. I'll get her. I'll, I'll either get around to it or I won't. We'll see what happens. Those are those are hard to find. I'll either freaking I'll end up freaking get around to it and getting them all, or I'll end up sleeping on them and be like, oh, I had the chance and I missed it. You missed it. But I'm just not not that's not the uh, not the goal right now. Right now, my goal is uh, uh that 600 issue run of Batman 600 through or Detective 600 through 699 and Batman 400 through 499. How close are you? And as it as it states as of right now, I am nine issues away from Detective and sixteen issues away from Batman. That's gnarly, man. The only thing yeah. I'm close is an epic run of Spawn. From I don't have all of the one to one hundreds. I've got I want to say I've got about like eighty percent of them. I had nothing past 100 until to one, I think it was 185 when Simmons shows up again and blows his fucking head off. I have every single one from then. And, uh, nice, nice. It, it's a, it's a, like, I just, I live for Spawn. I live for, uh, like, uh, I gotta go, uh, my mom might have COVID right now, so I can't go to the house to go pick up uh, all my Spawn posters. Uh, I've got a Weapon X poster. I've got, like, I've got... Uh, I want to believe poster. I'm going to cover this in drawings and get a little TV to fill the stand here. And uh, Excelsior magic is going to be made here. The, nice, the, nice. The, the, the chair I'm in right now is going to be the chair you're going to be luxuriously sitting in while I'm sitting on the stool watching and, and drawing while we're hammering out uh, a secret project of ours. And. Uh, I think I should, I don't know, you want to get some rum for that night? Shit. I'll have to figure it out. Shoot, man, I'm down. We'll figure it out. We, we, uh, I've got a casa to uh, have some good buds over for some AW pay-per-views. Or... Shit, man, do you see Raw's coming in February? See what's coming? Raw. Oh, is it? Yeah, Raw's going to be here. I say we I say we go, man. I say we don't buy the tickets in advance. I say we show up and try to get some of those free-ass filler filler seats where they move us around all night to make us like make it look like there's more people in the stands. I mean, like if we can get in free, it'll be worth the gas. <laughs> Maybe it will, too. I can't even remember the last time I watched Raw. Yeah, it's been about... It's legitimately been two, three years. Yeah, it's been a while for me, too, man. Well... I assume we'll have uh, Morales Jr. to fill us in who the hell we're paying attention to. Yeah, let's see what happens, man. Freaking. 
Well, uh, see tell, what it is. Tell us about the AEW debut tonight. It's a big fucking deal. Yeah, I know, man. Freaking, I uh, was checking it out. Freaking, uh, Brody King debuted. Him and Alistair Black coming out as the uh, the Knights of the Black uh, Black Throne. So that's pretty. It's pretty awesome. See what uh, see what Brody King has to bring to the table. It'll be uh, interesting. Freaking, he was a big time player in uh, in Ring of Honor, former tag champ, former six man tag champ, former NWA tag champ. If I remember correctly, was he in WXW with Black? Uh, he may or may not have been. I'm not. From, I'm not overly familiar with uh, with WXW. We need to I don't this believe. Out. Yeah, I don't believe so though. But I could be wrong about that. Cool. Yeah, I, I, I'm like two weeks behind on AW. I gotcha, gotcha. We always record on. Yeah, no, they, they put out. They, they put out a hell of a lot of content over the last couple two weeks. Probably on top of dark and elevation, they put out freaking. Because they had dynamite last week, then they followed that up. That that was Wednesday, Friday they had rampage, rampage, and then Saturday they did battle of the belts. Yep. And I still haven't gotten around to watching battle of the belts yet. Man, Rick over at uh, Square Circle Pro had. Uh, I thought battle of the belts was Impact. No, Battle of the Belts was AEW. Well, we Imp- Impact did Hard to Kill. Yes, and Rick uh, over at Square Circle Pro, one of the nicest gentlemen I've ever met, and uh, you guys go uh, back ways back. But yeah, he, like fifteen years at this point. Shoot. His, his fucking impassioned rant on Facebook yesterday, like, "Don't fucking sleep on Impact. You're fucking up." Like I, I loved the way he presented it. Uh, I've got uh, we we, I got like a four minute video uh, footage first time I was. Uh, you took me to uh, Square Circle Pro there in Lubbock. God bless y'all, y'all in uh, Lubbock, and um, we'll be there in uh, two weeks um, or a week, and um, a little bit more than a week. Um, don't sleep on Impact. He's he, he his knowledge of wrestling like he like. He doesn't have a hate. He's not like Vince Russo or any of those other assholes that are washed up doing podcasts. Like, he, he just wants people to like wrestling. And he's trying to point everyone in the right direction. And his rant on Impact, y'all go and uh, mosey on over to Sports Circle Pro and Lubbock's Facebook page and check out why you need to watch Impact. Um, good shit, brother. Yeah, no, it's been solid for quite a while, actually. For like, oh yeah, it's kind of a sleeper. It's kind of a sleeper favorite for a lot of people, but like, it's always. You know, it's very rarely a show I don't enjoy when I get a chance to check it out. Every single episode is great. Um, I get my wrestling from uh, Lime Torrance. There's a very nice gentleman that always posts pretty much everything wrestling, Ring of Honor. Well, not anymore, but uh, hopefully soon or later in the future, uh, you can pick what, you know, quality you want. If, like, you know, you don't have the best computer or something, you can download, like, a shitty version that's not as good as, like, a 8-gigabyte one of Dynamite or um, Lime Torrance uh, for that. And uh, 
if you all are curious uh, how, uh, it, how it goes down, you download it, you put it in a jump drive or a external hard drive, label one file videos, or it's either video or videos, I can't remember exactly off the top of my head. Um, plug that and then put all the put all the files into that bitch and your PlayStation will play pretty much any format of video. That's that's nice, how you do it. Nice. If you don't got the cable, if you gotta do the bootleg, that's how you do it. And I've got every single AEW thing that's ever fucking happened. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Well, um, alright, so action figure wise, I got robbed again. Um, didn't see a pre sale click because I got paid today, but new Darby Allen comes in a coffin box and a with a body bag with a coffin shaped skateboard and a like more articulated Darby. I, I gotta have it. I gotta have the the the, the Britt Baker. Uh, they they finally got that finish uh, covered in blood, and then they got the uh, exploding barbed wire match set with uh, John Moxley and old uh, Kenny Omega. And it comes with, like, two tables, like, a bunch of spindles of, uh, fucking barbed wire, the barbed wire bat, um, and it... Does it come with sparklers? It also includes... Does it come with sparklers? No, it also includes the explosion that didn't go off. How does it? (laughs) Uh. Ah, that's a badass set, man. It's it's it like the the arrangement of it, the presentation of the the box was gorgeous. Nice, nice. Gorgeous. They they released a few more photos of some uh, figures that are coming out soon, and obviously I gotta have them from my elite ass office. And um, but we got comics to talk about. Um, before we get comics, did you watch the latest iteration of the Matrix? I have not yet, actually. I keep meaning to. I just haven't had the, uh, you know, been busy freaking with work and all that and freaking haven't had the time to sit down and focus on a movie unless I'm doing, like, the family thing and going to watch a family movie. Of course. So, no. Well, there's no doing it and there's no titties in this, so I guess that makes it a family movie, right? Oh, yeah, but I got to freaking gotta get everyone caught up on the original at least freaking... Don't worry, Colin. I don't know and what's I, going on. Colin and I handled that. We handled the how to understand it. So I'm gonna release that on Saturday and uh, go into uh, Primos for Grimoire on uh, Sunday. Gonna take some photos over the new Roxy. But um, oh, nice. Granted that, taking that risk, um, I'm uh, I've got a new art project. I'm finally gonna. I told you about the art project I'm talking about for the lighting and the everything. Mm-hmm. Gonna get that executed. But um unfortunately, um we've had to cancel uh New Era for January and February. And February, yeah man, freaking you know, it sucks but you know, with everybody, you know, with COVID being what it is right now, it's you know, it's been voted upon that it's the best Best, safest thing going forward. You know, hopefully we'll come back in, uh, plan is to come back in March with a bang. So once we kind of get the, uh, you know, find out some things, get some, uh, 
I's dotted, T's crossed, and don't forget we'll have the, some pretty, uh, don't pretty huge the, announcements. Don't forget the lowercase J's. Fuck them J's. I was telling I respect them, no J's. I was telling them about you. Tony's response to everything. Fuck that. And she was like, I think I'd like this guy. <laughs> it How it goes. So before we... Gotta keep, keep, it, keep it saucy. Saucy. Before, Gotta uh, keep it saucy. Before we move on to comics, I'm gonna ruin two things for you. Number one... If you throw a piece of toilet paper in the in the toilet before you pee, it, it looks like you're making a drug soup. <laughs> On the upside, I'm not one for a drop soup. Oh, God damn it, I was really like intent of ruining a drop soup for you. I wanted you no. to be like, a drop soup I, my favorite. I don't know I honestly don't know if I've I don't think I've ever actually had a drop soup. My wife gets it every time we get Chinese. Well that's never cool. had it. Next time you come to your house, I'll make you some a drop soup. No, I'm good. <laughs> I, think I'll, I think I'll pass. Ah. I forgot what else I was going to ruin for you, but... We'll do my fears left for dark later. Apparently it might be the Matrix. Who knows? Ah. I'd, be, I'd be a runner left for the Matrix. But anyway, we got some good comics. We got Joker 11, Stray Dogs number 1, Inferno number 4, X-Men number 6... Spider-Man number 84, Noctera Blacktop, Bill Special number one, I Am Batman number five. All right, so help me understand what's going on with Batman, the uh, very nice African-American gentleman that is masquerading as a second Batman. Oh, our boy, our boy Tim Jace Fox. Lucius Fox. Ah, he's a. Uh, yep, the son of Lucius Fox, the uh, the brother of Batwing. Freaking, uh, you know, the issue starts out. He's getting, you know, he's being attacked by this uh, mob of highly armored gentlemen that has been paid for by his, uh, whose armor has been created by his dad. Because, of course, his dad doesn't know that uh, he is the other Batman. And we have no, you know, nobody tends to know for the most part. You know, but he's got his, uh, his guy in the chair helping him out, trying to, trying to keep him one step ahead of everybody. Is it Black Bat? We, we actually don't know who the person is yet. Like, they have not... <laughs> They haven't brought out who this person is. As long as they do some bullshit, like 1978 bullshit, where uh, it's actually Black Babs and the Harlem Globetrotters are, like, playing basketball in the back of the Batcave. <laughs> like, it, like, as long as... It's I, used that, to, I used to love those... I used to love those cartoons back in the day when freaking Batman would team up with the Harlem Globetrotters. Everyone loves those. They're like amazing. Batman, Scooby-Doo, and the Harlem Globetrotters. Or uh, when the Harlem Globetrotters showed up in the fucking Futurama. We're here to serve some, serve some justice on you turkeys. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen that one, shoot. you never seen the Harlem Globetrotters in Futurama? Are you shitting me? 
I've never seen that episode, they're, no. They're in a bunch of them. They're from, like, Planet Globetrotter, and they're, like, all, like, nuclear physicists. <laughs> and, uh, they show up on Earth to challenge Earth uh, to a basketball game because they're a bunch of jive-ass turkeys. I, like, I'm really sad you haven't seen that. I'll have to look that up. Shoot. No, definitely. And for our... Well, yeah, no, he's, uh, for our millennial listeners, a turkey is a bad person. A jive turkey is even worse. <laughs> jive ass turkey is like breakup status. Uh, but yeah, no, um, freaking Paul, his guy in the chair, freaking helps you know Batman break you know break free from these guys, and he's making a run for it because he's they, they no, he got jumped by three of them last issue, and you know he got beat down pretty good. Trying to make his escape, freaking ends up dropping a side of a building on him. It doesn't do too much since they're all very well armored. And we find out that uh, you know, even then that doesn't stop them. They're chasing after him, and the guy with Lucius Fox um, turns off all their safeties. So now they're in hunt kill mode. And they're you know they're ready to obliterate him. And then we turn around and we find out that Tamra, who is Jace's sister, woke up from her coma. Oh shit! But uh, yeah, with some secrets to spill, so she, right? Uh, no, no secrets left. But we find out that uh, while her cognitive ability has not been impaired, um, all her motor skills have been. So they're gonna. So their mom dictates that, uh, you know, no matter what, they're going to get her the best care. And if that means that apparently might be moving to New York. What impact would that have? Oh, uh, they the best doctors and they have doctors there. that could do more than the people, the good doctors of Gotham can. Ooh, so, and they, they have money the and they can afford the best. They got the money, but we're gonna we're gonna have a conversation about some good doctors in Gotham in a little bit. <laughs> yeah, indeed. <laughs> but I know Batman is you know Jace is running from the guys after him, and he ends up running into a kid on the streets, and the kid is like you know you know we got you we got you, and you know he's like you you you're one of us you're gonna you helped us we're gonna help you, and the kid runs off. And he's, you know, trying to deal with his head trauma. All he wants to do is rest, but if he rests, he's a, he's a dead man. So he's got to keep moving. And these uh, three armored guys come after him. And then we turn around, and the guy that he was talking to came back with his buddies. And they basically start a firefight right there on the street. And Batman decides if he's going to, you know, if he's going to die, he's going to die for something. And he goes to help these kids out. And freaking, you know, he's able to, you know, take the three, the three armored gentlemen down. But in the meantime, one of his masks gets popped off. And Lucius, who's walking or watching on this big screen with this other gentleman, realizes that that's his son. And, go, and is able to 
uh, cancel the uh, override the armor. And, you know, Jace is able to take back control. And we see him standing tall over his three adversaries. And we end up going. Uh, the next scene we see is Lucius and Jace at a pond in a park, just kind of having a conversation. No shit. You know? And exactly. Lucius is coming to terms. Yeah, he's coming to terms with his uh, his son's decisions, while at the same time, kind of coming to terms with his own decisions. Because the entire they've always had a misunderstanding. Because when Jace was a kid, he was driving a car, playing on his cell phone, and he inadvertently killed a guy. Fuck. And it was a, a hit and run. And his dad used his used his money to cover it up, protecting Jace. That's no bueno. Yeah, and he realizes that, like, while he was trying to protect his family, at the same time, he wasn't doing his kids any favors. Nope. And he decides that he, uh, Lucius decides that he needs to go see a, a therapist. And, you know, he need, he realized that as a man who has his capabilities, he needs to show the world that uh, he's more, you know, he's got to be man enough to ask for help, basically. You ever had that problem before? Definitely had that point, definitely been to that point where you needed to talk to somebody, but like never been at that, uh, that, at that, amount of power where it could do help for other people. So yes, and at the same time, no. You're you're a scrappy motherfucker, man. I, I can understand that you, like, you're, forgive me if I'm making assumptions here, but you're, you're, you're a very prideful man, and you get shit done on your own. But, uh, how would have that conversation with you and your dad gone down in that same sort of situation? Because that that's that's a tough motherfucker. Like you've got a like Jason's got this like a like a egregious blemish on on his record. You've never told me about a a DUI where where you were hit and run and killed a guy. But I also know that you like to take care of your own shit. Like like how would you have handled that sort of situation with your pops? I don't know, man. Like I said, it's hard to say how you'd handle that situation if you weren't in that situation. But, like, you definitely kind of, you know, it's good to see these guys kind of come to come to terms with who each other are and why they are the way they are. Yeah. Because, like, it's, you know, I think we've all kind of had that that talk with your father where it's like you kind of realize you guys are, Maybe not on the exact same plane, but you're definitely closer than you thought you were. Good point. You know, and I think I think those parts, or maybe you kind of you grow up to the point where you're, yeah, maybe equals. I'd say you know you're both both adult men, and you kind of you know you look at your dad a little bit differently because you're like, I can see where you're coming from where this, whereas when you were younger, you didn't understand it. You know, man, what, what what's floating in my head as you're telling me about this story is uh, especially uh, ignited by your last statement is the first time I had to lift something from my dad because he's got bad knees. I don't have bad mm-hmm. knees. Um, 
My dad is notorious for being able to fix anything. He's never failed. But the first time, okay. he, the first time he ever asked me to, or, or I had, to, he never asked me. But I realized, I saw the reluctance in his eye, and let me get that. And then when I got that, like, like shit changed. And, and I wonder if this is a really awesome exploration into a father and son's. Uh, you know, uh, relationship journey. I mean, like he's got, he's going to have a big problem when his mom finds out who the fuck he is. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, but, Oh yeah, no, definitely. And, and, but at the same time though, sons and, and dads have their own secrets, you know, when, when like you, you got to take care of shit and you can't tell mom because if mom knows it's gonna, it's, it's gonna humiliate her or make her feel weak or not as good. Um, this is very interesting. And, and Lucius Fox, especially highlighted after the Dark Knight saga with uh, you know Christopher Nolan, when mm-hmm. when I, I knew who Lucius Fox was for years, but it wasn't until then when, of course, they give it the gravitas of uh, Morgan Freeman. And, yeah. And... He doesn't really look like Morgan Freeman, but I, in my mind, that's Morgan Freeman. And having those sort of conversations, I mean, like, those, those are, like, it's one of those things where men become, boys become men. And understand how to communicate a little bit better with their older generation that, okay, I'm starting to see where you, where you are or how you got there. Um, do you see any, any connections uh, in your life? that you'd like to share or, or comfortable sharing uh, where something like that happened? Yeah, I definitely think, like, once I moved out the first time, freaking, it kind of kind of had a better understanding of how to, to handle stuff. You know, like you said, you always got to, you know, try to find a way to make ends meet, you know, whether they are the best ways to do it or not. That's so awesome. like you gotta you know you gotta you gotta figure out how you're gonna handle stuff like I definitely remember freaking having issues making stuff meet and being like you know I'm not sure how I'm gonna do it but I'm gonna figure it out you know and yeah that's what you gotta do to get to a point where you know that's not an issue. That's an excellent point, friend. That, that, that's but yeah, no, they uh, but yeah, no, the end up the issue ends up ending with an embrace. Freaking, we see uh, you know. Like we said earlier, they're going to have to go. Um, the mom and Tamara and her sister are going to move to New York to uh, get Tamara back on her feet. You know, it's going to be a long, arduous process, but they're they're going to get there. And Jace decides he's going to go with them because, you know, there's already, and as he puts it, there's already another Batman in Gotham. You know, and as long as he stays there, he's just going to be compared to the other guy. And he doesn't want to be a replacement or a substitute, you know. He's got to he's got to go there and be you know he's got to be the Batman he is. And his dad talks about you know if he's going to do that, you know, never be afraid to show people who you really are. You know, he's like take that you know keep that face uh, face plate off because it was the lower half of his jaw. And he's like you know he's like you know you got to represent people who don't have a Batman. Yeah, no, that's a 
think this is a uh, definitely a key issue to kind of towards you know whatever's going to happen next in I Am Batman. You know, it's interesting because we're having a reverse Batman here. Um, I'm not saying because he's black and Bruce Wayne is white. Um, it could actually come to that. They might actually put that into the story. But we're getting a Batman that actually has fucking parents. Yeah. We got a Batman with parents. We get a Batman that is, uh, you know, he got some training here and there. Like, I think he worked with uh, Lady Shiva, if I remember correctly. But, like, he didn't have the extensive training that Batman, that Bruce Wayne did when he went all over the globe. And this is a Batman that is uh, new to the money that is allowed Bruce Wayne to be Batman. Whereas, you know, he's always, he's always, his family's always had money, as we can tell. Right. With the, uh, the cover-up story and all that. But, uh, not to the extent that he currently, that he currently has due to his father getting Bruce Wayne's wealth. That's something else, man. That's... that's and there's no Alfred. I wish, he needs an Alfred. God, like... I, I'm really worried that Alfred bringing back Alfred is going to fall into the, the same echelon of no new. We're not bringing back Uncle Ben. We're not bringing back uh, Batman's mom and dad. It, like losing Alfred was well, that splash page broke me. I, uh, I when Bane just did that snap. Uh, it, it was. I wasn't happy with the writers. I, uh, the artists were great, but we we saw something that we uh, there's a, a line in Hellraiser uh, when um, Kersey discovers that her dad is dead and Frank is in his skin and all the bullshit and the the the, the Cenobites think that her dad is you know the one that wronged them and Pinhead says this is not for your eyes and I felt that way when when Pennyworth died like I, I felt like I was watching something I wasn't worthy to watch uh, and you know it's, it's it's the only person that is has has that burden is Damien but um not bring like God like would you want them to bring Penworth back? No, I think and I think in all honesty, he's, I mean at least give him a while. But I don't freaking I don't I don't know I don't I don't like if they're gonna do it they need to do it right and freaking I just can't see I can't see a version of it that makes sense. To where it's like, oh, he's he's back, and it's it's a real thing. Like, I mean, technically, you get using the Lazarus resin, I guess, but it kind of seems like a cop out. It does. I don't want to. If they bring him back anywhere in the next 15, 20 years, I'm gonna be fucking offended. Like, you you can't emotionally manipulate us like that, and then just bring him back just to. We're we're so invested in in Batman that it, it would be an offense to do that. 
like, I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna go that far just because I freaking it it had to be how they did it. Like I never like when they brought Damien back, it was just like oh they just brought him back. Yeah, of course, but he's not uh, like it was kind of a uh, it it was all right, but like really until the new Robin series has Damien really mattered all that much? I feel like. Like he had the, he had the little run with Teen Titans, but I don't really feel like it was really long enough to really establish anything too great. If you fell asleep on the recent series of Robin, you fucked up big time. <laughs> yeah, no, it's been really good, freaking. But like, like I said, for me personally, I felt like that was the first time since they brought him back that he's really mattered like Robin was you know Robin was he was yeah he was the antithesis of freaking what all the other Robins had been basically and now we got the uh, we got the added glory of him learning how to be a Batman through time I hope that's what they're setting up um yeah we'll see we'll see what happens when it when they do it you know freaking uh like we really haven't like he hasn't really been our Robin since no no he's he's disgraced and but he despite his disgrace in Gotham he's on the hunt for something bigger so that sort of shame is not following him and I really dig that sort of thing um yeah I, don't, I, I wouldn't even say that just cause freaking like you can tell he's still he's still ashamed that he wasn't able to save Alfred you know we're like we keep going back to that like they're doing that they're doing it in Task Force Z with uh with Bane being part of the team that's a zombified Bane I should say oh dude fucking being part of the team headed by Red freaking Hood Red Hood is gonna kill Bane every fucking issue if he can and if they work that into a gimmick I'm totally okay with that like just keep <laughs> just keep getting punished for that um <coughs> It's funny, like, uh, when I was bringing up um, The Disgrace, um, there's, like, like, you know, a really parallel thing going on in X-Men right now, in uh, X-Men number six. Um, We've got a problem that we've got, you know, Ben Ulrich is on the trail of what's going on with the mutants. He's been clued in that they've cured death and he's got a lot of sources and the thing is is that Cyclops was killed in the last issue and oh, it, was, really? it was public that Cyclops was killed I mean, everyone saw it so the thing is that they know that they have to hide the fact that they've solved death so rather than tuck him away they have given him the most ultra campy fucking gimmick of being uh, Captain Krakoa. <laughs> um, really? Yeah, it, it, it's an issue of them figuring out how to keep. Because remember, they elected the X Men telepathically at the Hellfire Gala, and mm-hmm. they got to keep the secret under wraps, but we still have to have Psych. Scott Summers has to be there 
uh, whether you like him or not, and um, I, I think this is a really good issue to talk about, is how integral Psych really is to the team. He makes the hard decisions. He's mm-hmm. he's he's still the he has been and always will be. You know the number one apple biter, fucking uh, teacher's pet for Xavier, and they're having to find a new role for him. And he's not all too excited about it. Um, this issue didn't have too much impactfulness other than setting up who Captain Krakoa is and that uh, Scott is so upset with his new gimmick. Uh, literally, he's so upset with his new gimmick, he calls Ben Ulrich up himself and like, yo, I got some secrets to tell you. Oh. Yes. Yeah, he's that pissed off with how much control he does not have involved in his own gimmick and what's going on with the X-Men that he is willing to be the uh, fucking snitch. Uh, and, and like, he, he's got some shit to get off his chest. He, don't forget, he's fucking Boy Scout, man. The, the, those guys, yeah. like, when they have to do the wrong thing, it weighs on them. But, like, with Psych, Scott, when he has to do the right thing or the wrong... It doesn't matter what deci- hard decision he has to make. It always weighs mm-hmm. on him, and no one can relate to him. There is literally no one in the X-Men that can relate to what he's going through. Not even Xavier, not not even... I mean, Magneto will make a shitty decision on the drop of a hat. He don't give a fuck. Um, yeah. Cyclops is walking the line, man. He's, he's fucking John Cash on this shit, man. He's walking the line, and he's got to fucking get some steam out. And I've never seen anything in the sense where Psych had to fucking betray his own people. We're talking, we're not just talking to his own people like like he's living in Harlem, he's African American, and if he releases some sort of info that they're all going to get busted or go to jail. That, like, this is a, a con- an artificial continent, and don't forget Rocco that used to be fucking Mars. Um, he's got his own like beautiful luxury mansion on the on the dark side of the moon where apparently he's sharing gene with Wolverine and that's I don't even want to go into that. But like no one can relate to this guy. This guy has no contemporaries. There is no one in the Marvel like like Psych cannot go to Reed Richards and say, hey, I made a harder decision and uh Reed's gonna be like, oh I can totally understand. Reed always had justification. Uh, he could go to the Hulk and be like, I need someone to talk to. The Hulk's like, well, everyone's always hunting me and everything goes wrong. There's no one that can relate to him. And that's what they're setting yeah. this up as. And and that is why Cyclops, Scott Summers, is probably the best X-Man in terms of being political, being someone in the field, being someone that's training people, being someone that's behind the scenes. How do you do it? Gene, like, Gene, Gene just likes him, you know, wife-wise. There's never been any, like, extraordinary thing to me where, like, her love for Scott, like, brought her back. No! It's never been anything like that. It's always been, like, you just love Scott, like, high school boyfriend. 
How the fuck are you going to relate to that? If I call you and be like, hey, man, um, you're the head of this Fed, and this is going on, and you got to make all these hard decisions, are you going to be able to share your thought process with me? You're not. Because you might be able to vent, but am I going to understand it? Because I'm not a part of that, like ownership or or any sort of um, capital to to the integral everything you had to make the hard decisions who are you going to talk to yeah no well, no you're not wrong definitely that, very few people and, and, and I, I just like really just like squeezed the shit out of a really lame comic book. It was really boring. It, it like it was it, the, the artwork was gorgeous. I, I I can see where it was going, but the if if you paid attention the way we pay attention because that's what fucking walking through minefields is, is that Scott is alone. He doesn't have fucking Moira. He doesn't have uh, uh, the head of the Shiar. You know, to, to vent to like Chuck does. He doesn't have, you know, violent whiplash. I'm going to go crazy and, and make a mess like Magneto or Wolverine where he gets killed or, or ripped apart. He has none of that. There's no one that can relate to Chuck, to, to uh, sorry, uh, to Scott. To Cyclops. No, none of them. And on top of that, he's the original X-Men. Yeah. So, I implore you... Around since day one. Since day fucking one, I implore you minefielders to find your X-Men. But if if you are relating to Scott Summers, God bless you, good luck, good travels, uh, no fucking advice for you. (laughs) (laughs) No fucking advice for you. Um, that, that's gonna lead, like, that, that, but it also reminds me of how the opposite problem of someone that has a lot of people to relate to and Mr. Uh, James Gordon. They got him locked in the house, man. We're talking about Joker number fucking 11. 11. Bitter fucking sweet. Take the fucking point on this, man. I had to... I read this comic book over four days because I was just so goddamn mourning we got probably one more issue of Tinian. Yeah, no, man, it's been uh, it's been intense. It's been really good. You know, we started out in uh, Hooper County, Texas, many years ago. We've got the uh, the Sampson family. Oh, this was gnarly. Yeah, we got a uh, we got some guy we don't really know too much about. Freaking, he's over here telling it, the Samson boys what they're gonna do and how they can, uh, how they can help them with their, uh, with their problems, Ooh. you know. And uh, freaking, uh, Samson in charge is like, you know, this oil is our birthright. You're, we're not giving it up without a fight. And freaking, and he's just like, hey, Billy, you know, to his younger brother who's. You know, Billy the Brute. He's like, how about you uh, show this man from New York what we do? And he just throws a severed head at him. 
And the guy just picks up the head, throws it in a dumpster, and sets it on fire. And it's like, you know, you 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 have a problem. And uh, he, he goes into it. He goes into the fact that they uh, they let a, t- a girl escape them. And that girl went to the uh, went to tell everybody, you know, ratted him out to the cops, ratted him out to the newspapers. You know, and he's like, uh, you guys have been very messy and we're here to help you clean that up. You know, you guys have money and we can help, we can make all your problems go away, but there's going to be a cost. And the Samson's just like, we're, you know, we're listening. And they're basically like, you know, hey, if you uh, if you help, if you you work with us, you know, somebody will have to suffer for this. But we'll make sure that uh, that person that suffers is going to be okay. You know, instead of giving them the death penalty, we'll make sure that they have a a nice life inside a facility, which we eventually find out, obviously, is Arkham. Right. And you know, they'll be they'll be taken care of. You know, and they'll live out they'll live out all their you know their natural days without anybody harming them. And we find out that's why they end up sacrificing Billy. That that was a really good reveal. He was their big dummy, right? Yep, he was yeah, he was a patsy. You know, somebody had to suffer for him. And we find out that, you know, at least, you know, probably 40 years later, you know, but at the end of the day, you know, they didn't hold up their end of the bargain due to A-Day because, you know, Billy died in A-Day. And, you know, they're talking about their cannibalistic ways and, you know, the family is gathered together because they're going to have Clown on the menu tomorrow night. That was gnarly, man. You know, and then we turn around and uh, Gordon's waking up in a freaking room. We don't know where he is. And it turns out he's back in Gotham because freaking Barbara walks in on him. And he's, you know, he's beat to hell. He's been stabbed. And, you know, he, but the first thing he wants to do is get back out there and he's got to say, he's got to save the Joker and he's got to stop vengeance and he's got to stop the Samsons. And freaking, he's like, you know, and Barbara's like, no, you, you can't do that, you know. And, you know, herself as well as, uh, Alfred's daughter Julia are going to uh going to take care of things. You know. And she's like, We're not gonna tell Batman until this is all resolved, but we're gonna handle this and you need to stay here and get better. You know, we've got uh we've got somebody watching you at all times, which we find out is Cassandra Kane, Batgirl. Of course. And she's just like, you know, Barbara's just like rest up. You know, this will be over soon enough. You know, they end up, you know, they're going to fly a plane out there to Texas and make sure everything's, uh, quote unquote, taken care of. <coughs> you know, what really bothered me was the fact that Babs just told her dad to stay put. Mm-hmm. It's such a good, like, literary device here. Jimbo has always told her, stay put. <coughs> I don't know you're really bad, girl. Quote, unquote. I really do. Quit fucking mm-hmm. hanging out with Bruce Wayne. 
<coughs> and she's like, stay put. He's like, I know you're not telling me something. What the fuck do you know? He's, it, it's, it's, it's going, it's, it's really messing with him. It, she was locking him inside of a cage that had no locks. He still had the credit card from the, uh, Cordell's chick. <clears throat> he didn't have the cell phone. He still had the credit card. He calls Harvey. Harvey, which I, I loved. I love seeing Harvey on the job. Like, I've never seen Harvey in the job like this. Usually he's just eating donuts. He's just uh, the base of uh, one of the dudes in Spawn. Uh, just eating donuts and being a shitty detective and drinking too much. He's on the fucking job. <laughs> Finds out yeah, all, is. all the fucking mysteries. Like, hey, we, like... You sent me, you want to know where I am? Like, no, fuck, just fucking tell me what, what's going on. And he's like, listen, this happened, this murder happened, all these teenagers died, this girl was bribed, I think she was bribed into saying that it didn't happen because the story changed, but this shit is going to turn your guts. And, and he specifically says, God forgot about this town. That hit me like a ton of bricks. Then... Jimbo says, I'm away in an hour. Goes and gets his, like, John Wick-style fucking, uh, his suit. Gets some surveillance equipment. He doesn't go buy a fucking bazooka. <laughs> like, or, or, or something that could take out vengeance. Uh, he's working, he's walking the line, too. And, but Babs is keeping something again. She knows that he, there's no fucking way he's going to stay in, in the house. Yeah. No fucking way. They're, they're, she's too smart. Like, she said that, you know, uh, what was the, 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 the ninja chick? I always forget her name. Um, Cassandra Kane. Watching him. What, is she going to break his legs? <laughs> well, that's the thing. That's what he's betting on is that freaking, you know, it's surveillance. So she's just going to watch. She's not going to. She's not going to interfere, and if she does, she's going to have to call and get a hold of Barbara first. And he's, you know, he's playing his hand, you know, because he's he's trying to figure out everything. He's talking about, you know, who's got the most to gain from this, and you know, the Joker, the Joker's swearing up and down he didn't do a day, but why would somebody pretend to do it? Why would someone want to blame it on the Joker? You know, why would somebody want vengeance out there? Uh, you know, ready to debut. Why would somebody want to aggravate a family of serial killers who are cannibals? You know, why, why does somebody want Jim at the middle of this? You know, that's when he figures out he's, he's you know, he says he figures out who did it, but we don't, we don't really know who's, uh, who's done it as of yet. I know exactly who did it. Oh, do you? The girl that changed her testimony The girl that Maybe. bribed to change her testimony and pinned it on the, the dummy, retard fucking uh, member of this cannibalistic, uh, obviously huge homage to Texas Chainsaw Massacre family. They, they blamed it all on the dummy. And made mm -hmm. goddamn sure, even though he was an Arkham, he had like leather seats and Evian water. Mm -hmm. It's her. It's her. I don't know if so he, she's. I don't know if she's the blonde that's part of the the court of owls. I hope it's not. 
Uh, I really hope that we, because we we we've got we just got introduced to a new family of uh, of baddies in the in in the tail end of this uh, of this book with punchline was you know the the, the they're themed for uh, you know playing poker and shit. Um, oh, the Royal Flush Gang? That's yeah. been around forever. Yeah, I, I know, but even then, like, it, like I, I never thought they'd be involved in anything involving Joker, but it's it's the girl. It's mm-hmm. it, it's it's the one that changed her testimony. Like Jim Jimbo said, "Follow the money," but then there's no money. Follow 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 the blood. And that, she didn't say that specifically, but it, it's got to be the girl that changed her testimony. I and, can see that. And I really hope we have a new, I really hope that James Tinian's like swan song, like leaving and going exclusive to independence is like, uh, when I told you about how pumped I was about when Trent Reznor got hired by Interscope, like, okay, uh, mm-hmm. here's broken. Surprise! You just got you, you hired me. I'm about to. I, I told you to have a record in a year, but I already had one. Here's one here now. Here's a surprise. You invested in me, and um, have fun with it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's gotta be the fucking girl. Like 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 everything is leading like everything has been a surprise. I, I don't know about you, but do you feel everything's been a surprise? Like vengeance origin, the, the, uh, uh, all the DNA testing, trying to clone the Joker. It just won't fucking work. You can't clone the Joker. I thought that was badass as fuck. Um, the fact that Batman's gone, um, it's Babs barely on a cell phone and Telling her dad what to do. Like, there's a fucking swerve here, and I think it's I think it's the girl that recounted her testimony. I could definitely see that. I mean, it's been, yeah, she's got to be probably at least in her late thirties, early forties by this point. You figure, right? With the uh, the age of old man Samson. But uh, yeah, no, I could see that. Definitely wouldn't be the worst thing, but I love you know, again, she's got she's got to be able to put all the like whoever she is now, she has to be able to put all these players in motion. Correct. So that'll be interesting to see if she's able to pull that off or if I'm right, how are you able to manipulate the Joker? Vengeance, Jim Gordon, Babs, and the Court of Owls. <sighs> That's a fucking extra. I, I I think I think you'd have to make it the the Cressida then, because then she'd have to, because then that takes one player out that takes the quarter vowels out because she's already in the quarter vowels. That's a good call, brother. That's a and they'd actually then 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 they'd also have they'd also know how to get the gas into Arkham. Because we we mentioned it last week. We still plus don't... Bane being the setup to. Bane being there, which is a setup for vengeance. Correct. And then the freaking the brother being there, which is a setup for the freaking for the Samson family. That's gnarly, man. Because it all revolves around A Day. We still don't know who caused A Day. And we haven't had we haven't had a killer Court of Owls story really since the Court of Owls. I don't think other than when they were trying to I hated this. Other than 
I didn't mind it. But they freaking, uh, other than that, they did a little thing in Nightwing where they were trying to, uh, they were utilizing Nightwing and Professor Pig, or in, uh, they were utilizing Professor Pig to make, trying to con Damien into becoming basically a Dollatron. Yeah. And trying to get him to basically become the Talon's Robin. And freaking, uh, other than those, the two big stories I can think of revolving the, uh, the Talons since, or the Court of Owls at all, since we've, uh, introduced them at the beginning of the New 52. <coughs> Excuse me, brother. Mm-hmm. So I can definitely see that being, uh, a huge thing. I, 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 I definitely, it definitely feels that this might issue 12 might be the end of the series no it's gotta be uh they we talked about it like six months ago when we found out tinian left fucking dc that it was Mm -hmm. leading up to february and february is very very fucking soon and oh well we'll see what happens I, i i hope i hope tinian uh does what i was theorizing giving him a big gift like how many like we we couldn't even count on all of our fingers how many fucking new characters Tinian's given to Batman's Rogues Gallery or Friends. Um, had an argument with uh, my buddy Cody the other day about who had the better Rogues Gallery was Batman or Spider Man. He was all about Spider Man, but like Spider Man happens in the day, in the day. Yeah. Like, there's extra menace involved. Uh, we've got educated people, like, like obviously Octavius, but it, it, it goes a little bit deeper like that. It's a feral city. Yeah, no, I think I think the biggest thing for me personally is I don't... I can't think of any hugely influential new Spider-Man villains we've gotten in the last 10 years. Like, Null... But would you constitute him as a Spider-Man villain, or no, would he be a Venom a, villain? No, he's a Venom one, and then we've got the uh, Kindred, which ended up being a fucking like, like that was. Yeah, well, all the multiverse stuff just falls flat with me. I'm just never. Oh, we've got we got a Spider-Man in every dimension, and then all of a sudden, Spider-Man doesn't seem that special to me. No. Like that's just not the me personally thing, but. I mean, if you're into Spider-Man, dude, freaking be into Spider-Man. I ain't gonna freaking, I ain't gonna hurt, but just ain't my, uh, I'd much rather just have Peter Parker, your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Freaking the boy from Queens. Speaking of Spider-Man, I'm just hoping they're winding up the latest story that they're doing. Uh, Spider-Man 84, Octavius is pissed off that, um corporation took over all his patents taking over Parker Industries which he started as the superior Spider-Man in Spider-Man's body or Peter Parker's body and um, it's winding down it, it, the artwork is good but like the story falls so flat like I, I don't understand why they would ever keep introducing Ben Ulrich or any of the anything Spider clone wise don't fucking do it <laughs> like like oh, Ben Riley. Yeah, Ben Riley. Ben, ben Riley. Ben Ulrich is the, the reporter. Um, mm-hmm. Don't fucking do the fucking clone saga. Everyone hated it. Colin was the biggest Spider-Man fan, ten times more than me. And he still 
he hasn't gotten over the clone saga the way that most people haven't gotten over that watch Star Wars in the fucking theater over the fucking Phantom Menace. He has. Oh, I love the Phantom Menace. It's my favorite one. Actually, the Phantom Menace is my favorite one too. But I didn't like. I didn't see Spider Man uh, Star Wars in the early eighties. I saw it like you know mid eighties, and it was just kind of cool. I wasn't obsessed with it. Uh, he mm-hmm. was. He was wrong by the Phantom Menace. I was not. I love Darth Maul. Like Qui Gon Jinn is my favorite Jedi of all time. Um, but he has that bad taste in his mouth. The way the people that were that upset with uh, Phantom Menace um, or the, the the prequels talking about the, any sort of clone saga when it comes to Star Wars, um, Spider Man. And yeah. that's what they're doing. And all I'm, I'm glad the artwork's great, uh, but the story's garbage. Uh, like, Audio Octavius doing, Audio Octavius is doing two other things right now, and leave it alone. Just, uh, I, I saw the announcement today that uh, Junior Junior John Romina Junior is returning in April to the pages of Spider Man, the legend. Um, of course, his dad was even more of a legend, but. They released a, a press release where Spider-Man is standing in the middle of a crater. He's got his entire costume torn to shreds, shreds, and it's a four-panel thing. What did Peter Parker do, or five? What did Peter Parker do? And he's crying and screaming into a, a walkie-talkie. And then we get the the splash page. John Romita Jr. The legend continue, uh, returns. Like thank God, because if they made me put up with this bullshit story for this long. Um, you better fucking give me John Romita Jr. <laughs> you you got me, I deserve it. Yeah, we 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 fucking deserve that shit, man. Like, um, that hurt. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it, it's just not good. And it hurts me to say that it's not good because I don't want to shit on a comic book because all that work is put into it. Um, but don't don't condescend to me. Don't who's 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 spoken what when you decided you want to bring more clones into this? Leave it alone. The writer? I don't know. I don't know, man. Shooter's not there to fucking wrangle these fucking acid heads like we were talking last time. Yeah, that's true. I mean, how do you, how do you deal when um, you're having the clones? Well, I mean, I know you've dealt with a lot of clones before. Uh, I knew you did a lot of twins, um, had a lot of birth scares. Um, twins, Basel. Twins. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, fuck me. Uh, how do you deal with petulant children wanting to resurrect a, in the wrestling world? Because you... you, you oh, I thought you were talking about X-Men. No, no, I'm, I'm talking about in the in the real world wrestling when you're dealing with petulant children. If you've ever handled booking, um, when they want to bring something back that's soft, <laughs> you tell them no. I I wholeheartedly said that's a horrible idea. Hmm. I've done that more than time, more than a few times. Sometimes, sometimes I deal. I'm willing to listen to any idea. Sometimes they're great. Sometimes they're not. Sometimes they're not a horrible idea, but you can tweak it to make it a better idea. You know, just be willing to hear them out, and then 
but stick to your guns as far as whether it'll work or not. But what would you do if someone brought, if you were editor at Marvel and someone brought up a fucking clone saga Spider-Man, like additional story, let's build on the clone saga. How would you? I'd hear, I'd hear the story out and decide from there if it was worthwhile doing or not. You know, like it, I mean, there there could be some genius in there, some some gold somewhere in there. I love it. But Thank you. It really it really depends on the freaking. It's a story by story thing. Is it gonna work? Is it gonna is it gonna sell? Just would you? Freaking would you have a trap door with a red button underneath your desk to just you know get rid of them in the second here or something to suck? Oh, if I could, that'd be amazing. But I'd have two separate ones. One that would have a slide. And one that would just be a pit. <laughs> so one's like, it's, it's a bad idea, but it's not too bad. And one's just like, be gone. And you end up in Madagascar, like, you know, choke dancing on a fucking table for a bunch of, like, cheeks. Or you're never going to be seen from again. <laughs> Sometimes you need that door. It's, it's a little happened. bit of, you know, red door, blue door. It's happened. It's most of the most of the story days I've ever brought up to you. I'm surprised you didn't punch me in the face a couple of times. Eh, I don't see you in person all that often. I made it back from Lubbock in one piece. That was cool. Well, yeah, but I was driving. Or the oh, last time you were driving. Last time I was driving. Can't punch you in the face, freaking! I'm going 100 miles an hour down a dead end road, dude. Like I've I've never tested the limits of the gas in my car before I'm like I'm looking at you it's <laughs> gotta be a gas station gonna work or it's not it was gas station it was it was no no it was ghost town after ghost town and then uh when the second I saw the gas station uh sign I threw it in a neutral we coasted into that full on we, we coasted probably a good 400 yards in fucking neutral <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. I will definitely give you that. But we made it. We fucking made it because that's what we do. We always make things work. That's what we do at Minefields. Uh, anytime we've ever had any problems. One of the things I appreciate the most out of both you and Colin is that every time we've had a problem, we've always just buckled down and like, we'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. There's no, There's been no panicking, none of that shit. And uh, We got a Squared Circle Pro. Is it the 20th or the 22nd? 22nd. 22nd. We're going we're gonna to film some shit at Morales Alley. We're not going to tell anyone here where Morales Alley is because fucking... Because it's, it's fictional. Right. <laughs> oh, bullshit. I fucking scouted for an alley to do promos and I didn't tell them fucking no one and then you came along and I gave you a gem. And... It is. We're going we're gonna to get some good promos, David. I love you, man. I love filming with you. Yeah, we some good promos. Good comic books. be a good day. Good comic books. Good day. Let's get some Indian food, man. Yeah, maybe. Let's cross the street. You know, last time I had Indian food, shoot. What's next, man? What's next? Uh, I don't know, man. What do you got? You got anything else left? Or? I got uh, I got, I got a couple. I got stray dogs. Uh, man. I talked about it, about meeting uh, Fleeks last week, but uh, Straight Dogs number one was the uh, Dog Days number one. Uh, it 
imagine planting like six different plants that are all going to come to fruition. One of them shows where, all right, so the ending of Stray Dogs, uh, if you have not read the original series of Stray Dogs, pause us right now, read it and come back because I, I will be robbing you of something beautiful. Give me a couple seconds. But this is coming back to the dogs that have now been... Um, it, it goes back and forth. We're going to a couple okay. stories with the dogs that either have been rescued and now have new homes, or we get to see where the dogs originally got dog-napped. Um, the one in particular that really fucked me up was... Uh, let me pull it up here. This is a really nice thick issue. Don't worry, I got a sign for you. I am lost. Uh-huh. There, Henry. Little dash hound. Uh, living at home. And he's constantly getting attacked by this fucking cat. The cat is constantly fucking with him, man. Like, he's like... Sitting on the on the on the rug in front of his master's big screen TV, he's staring at them. He's happy. He's wiggling his tail, and this fucking cat just comes out of nowhere and fucks with him. We flash forward to Halloween. We got him in a, a pumpkin outfit. There's the on the stand there the the big pumpkin jar of candy to hand out, and the little cat is looking up and like fuck you and just fucks him up. Uh, and <laughs> nice. We flash forward to Christmas. He's he's uh, sniffing around the uh, the Christmas tree. Master, male human, is saying goodbye to wife. We'll be back in two days. Sniffs the cat. Cat fucking fucks him up again. And immediately, I mean, it, it, the, the way they pace it, the way Fleeks paces this, the cat's just laying into him. While the, the husband and wife, I'll see you in two, two days. Wine, wine, bark. And then it, we, you flip the page, and the cat is cowering behind, underneath the couch. While the master from the original series is murdering her master. While our new favorite pup is locked in his kennel. And chewing at the bars. Breaking teeth type. Like trying to get out to save his master. And it, 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 it's it's not something drawn out like it's it, like it's it's only two panels, and then one black panel. Wolf, wolf, wolf. He's trying to get out to save to save his his uh, woman master, while his new master, the dog nap seven that we see in the original series, and then flash forward. It's the funeral. Stephen, please, uh, you, you have to try and eat something, but what the, the true focus is, everyone in, is in black. We're not seeing any faces like a fucking Charlie Brown cartoon. Okay. It's the cat, and eyes all big, anime style. It's, it's awful. It's just, and then the cat just goes and sits in Henry's dog bed, labeled Henry, and starts crying. Like, like, like the relationship. I mean, if you know cats, you know how cats are, but... I love that they that they would introduce that. Fleeks is a genius in that sort of thing. Imogene, uh, the next story, like watching the master come in and murder 
imaging like like th- this was up and down whether they're not uh okay or in a safe spot there's one of them that that had a social influencer master after the fact after she was rescued and the, we're in we're in uh milan you know it's it's all instagram photos and it, it just sets up like it, it you know how I always bitch about comic books that are emotionally manipulative? Mm-hmm. This one is a grenade of feelings, but not keyed to fuck with you, but to make you think and continue his story. And uh, But it, what, what astounds me uh, is at the end, uh, Tony spends one, two, three, four... Four whole pages within his comic book of printing multiple photos of animals, uh, dogs that people send in. Like this is my dog. Like that's money he spent. That's four whole pages. That that like it's a small paragraph. You know the the letters, but four pages of people's beloved pets. I loved it, man. I looked at every single one of these guys and Vespa Lynn, Penny Poops, Buster, Jake, and Ziggy. Jack Bauer, Boomer, Harley, Betty. Um, people love this comic that much. It it's it's not emotionally manipulative. It's 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 a it's meat and potatoes. It's meat and potatoes. Okay. And I'm really proud of this, and I'm really proud to have met him. I, I met the guy's mom, man. She was a sweetheart. She was <laughs> she was beaming with pride. I mean, there was only a couple people there, but I marked out, and I actually marked out extra hard. Because the mom was there. Nice. And, uh, That's awesome, dude. Yeah, it is really awesome, man. And I appreciate you uh, landing on that conclusion. I got you a motherfucking number one signed. Awesome. Number one fucking signed. Um, shit, man. We got to give me some uh, Noctera. Yeah, we got a uh, Noctera. This one is a. Uh, Special edition blacktop bill, kind of get a little bit of his uh, origin story, which is uh, pretty interesting. But yeah, now we uh, starts out with this family, you know, the dad, you know, got wife, husband, two kids, you know, basic family. This is uh, pre everything, you know, pre the world ending. Mm-hmm. You know, this dad's just a good old dude. You know, says hi to his neighbors, kisses his wife goodbye when he goes to work. Freaking uh, part of the PTA, coaches, kids, soccer team, whole nine. But then he, uh, you know, only thing about him is he's, you know, he goes out to his shed every night and just kind of hangs out for a few hours. And we find out that this dude is, uh, this guy's, a, you know, he murders people. Wonderful. He's got a he's got a back room with a padlock in his shed that only he can unlock. Does he got a freezer? He's got a bunch of uh no, he doesn't. He, he may or may not have a freezer. We don't see that, but he's got a a lot of tools of the trade. But this guy is a uh, apparently a murderer, and he may or may not murder people for uh the rumors that he's a hitman, top notch murderer for the mob. That's awesome. You know, we think this guy's blacktop bill, but then we see this guy getting hatcheted in his own kill in his own kill box. Wonderful. 
And turns out that uh, Blacktop Bill is much worse than that guy. And basically we find out that Blacktop Bill was the guy that murdered the... Uh, he's a hitman killer. Hitman killer? Yeah. He was the guy going around killing hitmen. Killing, he was killing these other people for money. Awesome. You know, and he was just... Uh, but uh, we find out about Bill, he had two different types of kills he would do. He would do his business kills, which he would uh, do when he would rent cars and go out there and just kind of handle business, come home, no big deal. Yeah. But then he had his passion kills. Ooh. And his passion kills are, you know, basically what he did for, for fun and for pleasure. And for those, he would just use his own truck. And that was the uh, the big defining moment, or how you would know what kind of kill it was, was depending on what kind of car he rolled up in. But we see this little, uh, we see him talking with this waitress and getting soup, and he ends up tipping her a hundred bucks, <coughs> you know, and, and she's just like, oh, a hundred bucks, you know, I'll, I'll always love that bill. And like the next scene, we see him, uh, we see him in it going out, taking the soup to go, and he hops in his truck, and you know he's going out after his next target, and we just see. And the thing about Bill was he would always make these uh his hits look like accidents. You know, people, you know, people, you know, their brakes aren't working in their car, or um, something random explodes, or. Something that couldn't be pegged on him, right? Because that, that was the point. You know, he wasn't about doing it for the glory or the fame. He just liked murdering people. Wonderful, wonderful. You know, and that was the thing when he became a when when the world went dark. He was all about it because he kind of just figured that you know this is just how things were going to go. It was basically like a hall of mirrors that bounced back at you, and all he saw was the same the same darkness. And we see him. Uh, we see a shade, which is one of the creatures that you become when you're, you know, in the dark too long, and you get attacked by another shade. You basically kind of like a were person, basically, right? But minus the fur. And you know, the whole thing is everybody's terrified of these monsters, and one of them attacks Bill. And Bill just gets out, and he just he gets out, and he just he just brutal, he just kills it with his own hand, with his own two hands. How'd you and feel, man? Fl- that's gnarly. Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. And then he goes back to his truck afterwards, and apparently somebody broke into his truck, and he's like, "Whoever's inside, boy, did you pick the wrong truck to break into." And it turns out that he's in a. The guy that broke into his truck is Tiberius McRae, who him and his brother are the guys that inadvertently caused the world to go dark. And he ends up hiring he ends up hiring Bill. And after he finds after he finds. Um, after he ends up killing the doctors, 
he ends and we have a uh, we have Val who's a heroine in this story talking with Mayweather who's the lady that uh tells her where to go in her big rig to save people you know uh, she's over here telling Val you know you don't understand you know you know the, the, um, the, the quote here is uh but the thing to know is that all the evil things Bill's ever done for whoever it is he drives for, you know, that's that's all just work. You know, you find out that uh, coming after you, the ferryman, Val, and the kids, that was all part of his job. And she's like, I, you know, what are you trying to say? And she's like, what I'm saying is, you know, don't say his name. Don't even think about him. Just maybe, if, if you're lucky, he'll just move on and forget about you guys now that he got rid of McCray. But if you don't, just pray that whatever happens between all you guys, just pray that it never became personal. Because if it has, you become a Prashman project, and you're, and you're fucked. And the last scene is him walking into a garage, looking at his car, or looking at his truck and just saying, there you are, girl, let's go get him. So it officially just became personal. How many more issues do you think Noctera has? Is it is it a limited series? Is it like something they're gonna keep doing, or like something that they're just testing? I don't know, cause like post Americana, I didn't realize was a limited series until six of the seven issues were out. So this definitely could be like a maybe like a year long run. Because they're only in issue six right now, and then they just did the Blacktop Bill special. So we could definitely work out at least another six issues. But the whole thing is, is like, there are so many other things you could do with the fact that the entire world just went dark. Like, the entire story, basically, is they were trying to get the light from heaven to shine down on Earth. And they got the, uh, they got the algorithm wrong. And instead, they got all the uh, the darkness from hell. Shit, man. And that's an insane story to think about. I mean, that's definitely... They could do a, a mini-series with that. They could do a, several mini-series with that. Or they could continue it to just be a monthly series. And we could just kind of go nuts from there. But uh, we're just wait and see. I'm hoping it's hoping it's pretty continuous, but we'll see what happens. I hope they. I hope they keep it going as long as uh, old school style image comic can go on for, especially because this is pretty old school image. Yeah. But everything you reported back on, and what I've read is is modeling. The artwork is amazing. Um, mm-hmm. I love the fact that they took the chance on giving uh, a side character his own little side beef. Little uh, mashed potatoes on the side. Mm-hmm. Uh, picture of everything else. Has that happened yet? Ah, uh, no, freaking that one's not even coming out. The next issue doesn't even come out till like June or July. Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah, it was supposed to come back uh, out like I think August of last year. Well, so that one's been uh, that one's just been like lying low. So I had to, had to wait and see on that one, see what happens next. 
Well, what do we got next coming up, man? I'm, uh, we're going to release, uh, this is coming out tomorrow. Um, doing our Matrix show on Saturday. I'm doing the Primo show on Sunday. We've got Lubbock on Saturday after next. Um, shit, man. More limit yeah, pushing. A whole lot, a whole lot. Of, yeah. A whole lot of fucking limit pushing, man. I gotta tell you, man, I love doing things tired. When it comes to all the work we put into uh, everything we do, I uh, mm-hmm. it sucks that, you know, we're pushed to our limits, but I love going to bed tired. We, we, yeah. we got that limit done. Um, a lot of big changes. I'm just happy to be in a new place, got my new Cut everything all set up and just chilling in Excelsior and uh, well, shit, man. We'll talk about some details later. It's, it's your turn, actually. I don't know, man. We got left is uh, Inferno. Oh, fuck, Inferno. Oh, this pissed me off. Did thank it? You, thank you for reminding me. I thought I, I was cutting and pasting on my list and I missed Inferno. This really. Pissed me off slash made me happy because one of the things about being an X-Men fan is learning what a mutant power is, whether or not you think it's relevant or not. And I remember the first time I read about Doug Ramsey was in the 92 Fleersat, um, that he was one of the dead characters, you know, obviously the best friend of Warlock and his mm-hmm. mutant power is all languages. Who gives a fuck about that? But the more you can expand on that, if you can talk to a computer, if you can talk, like, like, like there's, like, you can get it to do anything. If you can talk to a plant, he's talking to, he's basically the only one that's able, no, not basically, literally the only one that can communicate with Kirkoa. With Kirkoa. Uh, other than maybe on a, on a uh, second jargon uh, set, maybe Black Tom Cassidy, but he's the only one that knows what's going on. And we've got mm-hmm. this showdown between Nimrod and his his uh, lackey, and we've got Moira. And the Omega Sentinel. Well, he is the that Nimrod is the Omega Sentinel. Oh no, that's that's the sidekick is the Omega Sentinel. Oh yeah, yeah you're right, 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 right. Sorry, my bad. And uh, you good? Moira's about to be executed by Destiny and Mystique, and who intervenes? Mm-hmm. But Doug Ramsey. Hey, guess what? But old Doug Lock. Old Doug Lock. That's a great word. Yeah, you just shot her with the gun you, you tricked Forge out of that will depower a mutant. But guess what? You kill her, we're going to ban you forever. You're going to go into the, in the pit with Sabretooth and fucking poor little Toad. And we've got Nimrod and the Omega Sentinel against... Chucky uh, X and uh, old Magnus M and it was it, it, it's a total stalemate and the, the, the big reveal is that it's not mutants versus humans it's mutants versus humans versus the machines <clears throat> we've got to like they're done they're done being subservient to humans and the conundrum with Mystique and Moira and Destiny, I mean, 
the artwork here is great, but like it, it's just all betrayal. It, it, it's all lies. It, it, it's all things concealed with other things, man. Like it's one of the reasons why uh, I've seen this happen in comics. One of the reasons, and I really specifically mean this, when we first became friends and also business partners. But I will present any problem to you immediately. Yeah. This is the absolute end result of people hiding shit. None of these people, oh. sh- none of these people should be enemies at all. It, it shouldn't be happening. Like, like everyone has something to offer the other, and this uh, s- splash page of a giant phalanx uh, destroying some uh, Shi'ar. I mean, this is gorgeous. This is going to be that's going to be the the graphic, but it's all unnecessary. The timeline is extremely difficult to follow. I'm glad they gave us the Hickman-esque timeline where it splits off and it's pages, pages long, but this just shows how unnecessary it is that the mutants should be separated from humans or the machines. It, it, like it, it's all old grudges. It's all bullshit. It's all like I don't want to get political, but like I I I, I can't imagine what it'd be like to be a white man being held responsible for slavery if he was born fifteen years ago because he's a white man born from a white family. Like, it's all old grudges. This is bullshit. This is all poor communication. This is... They all have something to offer everybody. And... It's gonna come to a head. We were talking about Captain Koa. We're talking about that they're already covering up secrets. The White Queen is never gonna trust anyone with a dick. Um... This is spelling disaster, and what's worse is that Hickman got fired and he left, and they posted today about what his uh, plans for for the other Scott uh, Summers brother, other than uh, um, Havoc. Yeah, Havoc, yeah. They they just... It's it's a recipe. This is a Molotov cocktail. And we've got mm-hmm. we've got coming up the exposure that they solved death. I mean, like, what is that? What sort of repercussions are going to have that in the in the Marvel universe, man? Like, the X Men are are covering up immortality. Yeah, and they've got all these ants. They've got all these answers, but freaking, they're picking and choosing who they want to tell, and that you know. It's, it's secrets all, like that don't stay buried long. Agreed, and they're, all, they're and and they're so involved in all these secret assassin missions, sending Mystique for the fourth time, and she doesn't know it because Chuck didn't fucking give her her memories. That it's the fourth time she showed up uh, on on the board of the sun to destroy the Nimrod, uh, lying to her that she'll bring back destiny. I mean, it's it's all it's a, it's a huge recipe for disaster. And I, well, that's I, the whole thing. They were all they were then they were terrified about bringing back destiny because they didn't want any uh, people who could see the future nope. involved. And freaking, you know, that's that's it's like freaking when you got a kid and you tell him, "I don't want you hanging out with that person." 
they're going to instantaneously want to hang out with that person 10 times more. Correct. You know, you told her you wouldn't bring back destiny and bam, next thing you know, she found a way because of course she did. And they also still haven't explained how this is the 10th version of Moira, maybe 11th, that, uh, what she dies and the universe restarts. That's, like, they never really flat out line that out or explain that. I think they, and then they said it so much in this episode that aired this issue that it would just basically everything restarts. The whole universe over, yeah. Mo- over Moira. But so now yeah. Moira is human and now she's on the run and so she stubs her toe. We're fucked. Um, no, I guess in theory, it'd just be like, she, you know, we would just continue forward. There's got to be something more to it, man. There's got to be something more. There's got to be something more involved in what Moira is. Um, we don't know her parents. We don't know. We, we, you know, we see her, you know, fall in love with Chuck like five, six times, like, like whatever. There's got to yeah. be, I'm, I'm not sure booking it that it's, there's something more going on. And uh, I, I don't, what I don't want to see happen is a return to the status quo. Like, oh, we're back in Winchester or back at the fucking mansion. Um, I don't want that to happen again. I, I, I want Gurkhoa to last. Uh, I want, you know, Rocco in, you know, in on Morse to, to last, like, Plus we got that. I don't. I, I don't know. I can see one of the other going in the next year. I guess I can see somebody blowing up. So either they destroy Krakoa, or they could destroy Rocco. I do too. I don't see one of them lasting, lasting another calendar year. I do too, man. And I, I worry if that's just poor writing or just the fact that we always got to restore the X Men to the status quo, especially because they're. You know, coming back with the the new animated series with the original actors and that sort of stuff, and oh, they could definitely do some research there if they chose to to make it more in tune with it. They could definitely do that. Well, the X Men's always been the challenging one, where, where they really push things to the boundaries and risk like having a reprint because we couldn't sell anything else. Like, I. I, I... I'm starting to worry about the X-Men the way I worry about Peter Parker from issue to issue. But... Well, I'll be interested. I mean, they got a couple of really interesting hooks in the, uh... Hooks to keep you involved. I mean, like I said, we got Koa, we got the fact that they... People are going to find out about the freaking... You know, them bringing people back from the dead. Yeah. You know, cause, I mean, that... Then again, if you freaking... What happens if they kill one of the five? Are are you are they just screwed? Yeah, gold balls. If gold balls gone, they're done. He he makes the yeah. he makes the eggs. Yeah, I mean, if one of them if one of them goes, do they freaking have a backup plan? Or if hope, if hope gets a fucking hair brass and you know old school cable fucking training decides that what they're doing is wrong and does something fucked up, we don't know. Um, I, I, yeah. I, want, I want more challenging stories and I, I'm really more the fact that they fired Hickman because he was head of X and there were just too many fucking cooks in the kitchen from what I read and they fucked up they fucked up bad yeah. well, we'll have to see what happens man maybe long term it'll be some, some crazy interesting stuff maybe not we'll just gotta kind of wait and see sadly well regardless 
I'll make sure you get the key to choose. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I have never let you down when I find a key issue for you. Never. True, true. Never, never. And you've never let me down on any other shit except that one time you shoulder checked me and threw me into a pile of books to get your fir- first fucking strife. But I got it. You all got that it. mattered. That's all that mattered. The smile on your face was all that mattered to me. It was like Christmas morning. <laughs> it was like Christmas morning. Hey, you were going to get those wizards, and you had to wait an extra two months because you were like, uh... Shit, man. I, I got to tell you how much I appreciate it. That, that was an hour of negotiations. <laughs> it was an hour of negotiations. It was an hour of negotiations, and I got that box of wizards right here. And, uh... Yep. Well, we got... Now you you got to go back for the Wicked and Divine now. Yeah, I actually have the cash for it. That's happening. Until it doesn't. <laughs> no, that that's happening. That's the cash rate. That's that's happening. And they're listening right now. I'm gonna go in and say two fifty. Like son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, your host. Check out the goddamn price. I saw us coming a mile. You gotta double. You gotta, you gotta double. I mean, you find you find it online. See what you do. See if you can. No. See if it's still the same price down there or not. No, I've looked. I, I look every day for for that. That's happening. That's happening in a week and a half or four days. <laughs> yeah, to see what happens. Dun dun dun. Shit, as long as I don't get my ass beat for taking the wrong photo of whatever's wrong girlfriend. I'm fucking Lubbock. Yeah. In all fairness, they're all dating the same girl anyway. It's okay. It happens. It does. Sadly. <laughs> well, that's why we live in Colorado Springs. It's magnificent, uh, magnificent culture here. Uh, you're gonna come to. Uh, I'll I'll talk about it off uh, minefields after dark. But like, I, I think we're. I, I think it's, let's call it a night. Let's tap out. Yeah, I think we're both Dunsky. Dunsky. It's your turn. Yeah, it's my, it was my turn last week. It's always my turn. Oh, it was your turn last week? It was. This right. is dangerous. This is minefields. This transmission, transmission is over. Is over. 